This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It is great to be back for another edition of The Drop Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. You guys are the reason why I do this. I love to talk Blues hockey. I love to talk all the other teams in the NHL. It's such a privilege to bring the show to you. And I thank you all. Those of you guys that send me emails, contact me through Twitter. It's it's great to hear from you guys. And um, starting very soon, I'm going to have a section of the show to where I answer some of your guys' questions. And I think that... Uh, It should be a good time. We should be able to get a pulse of what Blues fans and NHL fans are thinking. So let's get right into this. This game recap for the Blues versus Stars. After that debacle in Nashville, I said it in my last podcast, the Blues need to come out and really show some heart. Well, in this game, I thought they played pretty good. Did they play great? No, I don't think they played great. There's people out there blaming Jake Allen for this loss, of course. Like they do every time. Even when the poor guy loses one to nothing, everybody blames him. There's some circumstances in this game where I thought even though Jake didn't face a lot of shots, he played pretty good. One of the goals that he gives up goes off Carl Gunnarsson. It looks like Carl Gunnarsson is trying to put it into his own net, which he did. But with that being said, let's get right into these highlights. Both goaltenders played very well. Ben Bishop had a lot more shots. I would say the Blues had a few more chances than the Stars did. I know that they really um, had a lot of opportunities. I think they let go 65 total shots, and Dallas had 37 total shots. Now, that's not shots on goal. That's total shots. But to be honest with you guys, a lot of shots missed the net, and a lot of them were blocked. So even though there were a lot of shots on goal, and you would make it think like the Blues just dominated Dallas, They didn't. Both of these teams played very good in this game. Like I said, not great. Dallas, I don't think, played great. And as I said earlier, both goaltenders played very well. And I've got to get all these saves out. Ben Bishop, the former St. Louisan, the former Tampa Bay Lightning guy, he just really played good in this game. But Jake Allen also played very well. Let's go ahead and get into all those saves from both of these very good goaltenders. Now, left wing side. Chin trying to open up in the slot. Instead, they go to Tarasenko. Through the slot, found a seam, saved by Bishop. And Steen couldn't get the rebound on net as the Stars scramble to recover and now get the puck out to center ice. And grabbed by Spezza. In with Richie. Spezza waits. Played back for Lindell, a drive. And a save by Allen. And the rebound is fired back right down. Right in front. Stars are back in and on the attack. Blues send it around the boards, back to the Stars line. Klingberg couldn't get it out. Schwartz hits Shen. Shen dangles, saved by Bishop as he lashed out with the right pad. They forced a turnover. That's great work there by Pitlick. He never stopped on a one-on-two. 
Now Johns again a drive and a save by Allen. He's down and the puck cleared to the corner by Shen. Now Mathot a drive. Loose puck in front. Ellie ran into his own man and the Blues get it free and back all the way back down. Bishop in behind the net swept it over to Mathot. Some indecision. Sent in front. A ricochet. Save by Bishop. Another save on Petrangelo. So both goalies were on their game. They both played very well. They gave their team a chance to win. And that's all you want from your goaltender. Whether you win 4-3, to 3-2, three, three to two, whatever. If your goaltender keeps you in a game, keeps things going, even if your offense isn't going well, that's what you want them to do. There's going to be nights you score five goals and give up four. There's going to be nights you score two goals and give up one, and vice versa. So your goaltender is key in that. It builds momentum when your goalie plays well. And in all actuality, the Blues outshot Dallas in the first period, 8-3. to three. They had a very good defensive game, and they had some opportunities, as you heard there, against Ben Bishop. But they just couldn't get anything past him. We went out of the first period, no goals allowed. Going into the second period very early, Dallas would get a power play, and Matthias Janmark would give them the lead just two minutes and 42 seconds into the second at one to nothing. He delays top of the circle, now brings it down deeper right wing side. To the point, Klingberg, rink wide, Yanmark. There's Hansel in front, they score! A deflection about 10 feet out. It's a pretty simple play here by the Stars on this power play with this unit. The entry by Spezza, the perfect pass, buys time and space. Hansel gets the puck and once he moves the puck, he has one thought process. It's get to the front of the net, causes a problem, quick shot, and then a ricochet. Without Hansel coming in there, creating some problems. And that ricochet, of course, was off Carl Gunnarsson. Just in the wrong place, at the wrong time. Puck hit him. I think he thought he was trying to steer it away from the goal. But if he wouldn't have touched it, I don't think it would have gotten anywhere near the goal. It was going to be going wide. But it doesn't matter. He gets the stars on the board. Matthias Janmark gets credit for the goal, his 16th of the year. Klingberg gets his 42nd assist of the year. Hansel gets his fifth assist of the year. Power play goal. Dallas is up one to nothing. The Blues would not be able to muster any offense in the second period, even though they outshot Dallas 12 to 7. A lot of those shots were blocked. A lot of those shots missed the net. But there were a few good opportunities. But Ben Bishop stood tall. Going into the third, you're hoping the Blues can muster some offense, tie this game up, get the next goal, build some momentum. Well, they played pretty good in the third period, but it would be Dallas that would get the second goal of the game. Steven Johns comes in, just puts the shot right on Jake Allen. Jake couldn't see the puck, goes past him, and Dallas is up 2 to nothing. 10 minutes and 33 seconds into the third period. The puck, Ben off the side, they can't get that interchange. Mathot keeps it in at the point. Ben, little backhand saucer to Johns. His slap and he scores! What a blast! It doesn't happen without Jamie Ben being dainty as a bonsai artist just inside the line. It's a hard-working shift by the Dallas Stars. Finally get the puck down there, recover, knock some bodies off. Radulov picks it up. Jamie Ben stays on the hunt, kicks it back to the point. Battles around. Ben gets it back again, and Steven John jumps into the play all in one motion. I'm not quite sure what that Dallas announcer meant by Jamie Ben being as dainty 
as a bonsai artist. I don't think if I was a hockey player, I would want to be called dainty. You can disagree with me if you want to, but uh, I would prefer to be called beefy or strong, but not dainty. But it doesn't matter. It gives Dallas the 2 to nothing lead midway through the third. Stephen Johns gets his eighth goal. Jamie Benn. I know Blues fans don't like him, but if he was on our team, you would love him to death. Just hard work on this goal. Deserves a lot of credit for this. Uh, Mathot gets his first assist. The Stars are up two to nothing. One thing that I did like about this game, even though the Blues were down and they never had the lead, they still fought. So this team does have heart. Do they need to score some more goals? Oh, hell yeah, they need to. They would only get one goal in this game, and it would come very late on a power play, 18 minutes, 46 seconds into the third. Braden Shin gets his 24th goal on a beautiful pass from Jaden Schwartz to make it 2-1. to one. Hard pass back, and a good job by Dunn to hold it in. Now Tarasenko off the wall, over to Schwartz, wide open in front. They score! Shen on a backdoor feed with a wide-open goal, and Shen cuts the lead to 2-1. Lot of stuff on the outside, boy. Lot of stuff, lot of buying time, but they waited for that perfect spot. And Vince Dunn does a nice job of keeping pucks alive at the blue line with one hand on his stick, and then he spins around and plays it to the opposite direction, and now you're going against the flow. Not once, but twice and right into the empty net for Shen as he gets in wide open. Great pass there by Jaden Schwartz, but extended beyond Steen was Shen. Very good goal for the Blues, some great passing. Nice to see them get on the board a little too little, a little too late. But it would be Shen's 24th goal of the year. Schwartz, who I thought had a pretty good game, gets his 24th assist. Tarasenko gets his 29th assist. 18 minutes, 46 seconds into the third. Power play goal, the Blues... Get back in it at 2-1, to one, but like I said, weren't able to get anything after calling a timeout. I think they had one opportunity after that where they had a decent one against Ben Bishop, but couldn't get it past him. They outshot them 9-6 to six in the third, but it doesn't matter. You know, you can outshoot a team 50-2, to two, and if you don't put anything behind the net or get quality chances, you're not going to win games. Shots on goal, 29 for the Blues. Stars only got 16. Faceoffs in favor of the Stars, 54% to 46%. The Blues had five power plays and one goal. That's got to get better. It has to. Dallas was one for four on the power play. Penalty minutes, the Blues 13, Dallas 17. The Blues out hit the Stars 20 to 14. Blocks, the Stars had a lot more, 23 to 13. Giveaways, the Stars had eight and the Blues had five. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from Braden Shin who got the lone Blues goal, Jake Allen, and, of course, Coach Mike on this loss to their Central Division rival. Yeah, I mean, their goalie played well. Um, you know, he made a lot of good saves in there. Um, we had chances. We weren't able to finish. You know, they get a, a lucky power play goal there off our, I think it was off our skate. And, um, you know, uh, last one there, I don't think Jake could have seen it. And, like I said, we, we had lots of chances tonight. We were, weren't able to finish. It's frustrating. Um, you know, we played uh, hard for one another tonight and just weren't able to get the two points. Does it seem to be a recurring theme, though, where you, where you have nights like this where, you know, you put in the efforts and just it's just a finish yeah, I mean, that's lacking? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, like I said, we've said it before. Um, you know, you got to score goals to, to win hockey games. So our goalies have been lights out for us all year here. And, uh, you know, Jake has a great game for us again tonight. We weren't able to get any run support for him. So, um, 
yeah, I, I don't have an answer for you. Like I said, we have chances and uh, we're able to finish tonight. You've had the stretch now of games against the Central Division. It was supposed to be kind of a good test as to where you were. How do you look at where you are now? Well, we're in a battle. We know that. Uh, you know, we're, we're right there uh, with them. Like I said, maybe we're just not getting the obviously the two points that we want. Um, you know, I, th I thought it was a good response from Nashville. We could have, uh, you know, folded over after losing there, uh, like we did. And like I said, guys, guys played hard for one another tonight. Um, you know, uh, what do we have? 20 games left. Uh, a lot of Central Division games. So, um, you know, uh, we know we're in battle. It's going to go right down to the end, uh, like it usually does. And, and like I said, uh, tonight wasn't uh, the result that we wanted. Um, you know, back to the drawing board and and uh, look forward to next week. Losses like this really frustrating though when you hold an offense like that to 16 shots on goal in their building and you don't come away with any points. I mean, this time of year, um, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of, especially in this division, there's not going to be a whole lot of offense either way. Um, it's so tight checking. Teams are so good in this division. Um, you know, some nights are gonna, you're going to get the bounces tonight. Um, we never. Um, like I said, yeah, it's frustrating that we lost uh, the way we did. We played well, played hard. Didn't give them a whole lot. Played well. Um, like I said, uh, got to find uh, find ways to score goals. Um, you know, and help our goalies out. And they get two fluky ass goals. You know, and we hit. I don't know how many posts, crossbars, skates. I know, I know our forwards are frustrated because they played really well. I thought they did, threw a lot of things at, at the net, and we just didn't get rewarded today. You know, it's disappointing because those points are so valuable right now. And you know, they threw two wacky pucks in the net, and they both hit our players and go in the net. So it's just it's the way the game goes. It's, it's unfortunate. I thought we played a better game than they did. It's just couldn't get a bounce with how you defend it. I mean, would you classify this as the kind of road game you want to play? Oh, no other, question. Other than offensively, obviously. no question. I thought we did a great job. You know, we come into a tough building against a team that's playing well, and um, I thought we, I thought it was a good, solid game. Oh, obviously, beside the score, um, it was just, it was unfortunate. I think a lot of guys are frustrated in here because they know we played a good hockey game and we just couldn't catch a catch a bounce. That second goal caught Petro's stick on the way in and just didn't move much. But uh, I was going like sort of the other side, almost at me and went on the glove side. It's uh, the, the way she went tonight. So you didn't even, so you didn't retracking it until it hit his yeah, stick. Yeah, sort of just was coming at me. I didn't really need to move. So I just sort of went to the other side. Right. And the first one was that was right. that going wide too? Yeah. <laughs> right in the net. Yeah, it was going. Three feet wide. It's just one of those games, you know. We thought we did a lot of good things. We should be keep proud of our game, to be honest. Um, it's just, you know, goals are come. I thought we got a lot of good chances. We're just unfortunate. Jake, this team's caught you in points now. I mean, is this just the way it's going to be the rest of the way here? Pretty yeah, much it's going to be crazy. You know, uh, it's every year has been tight that I've been around, but I think this is, unless I'm my math wrong, it's probably statistically the closest it's been throughout our division and, um, in the West. So it's uh, it's going to be a battle. We knew that coming into the season. You know, our objective is just to make the playoffs. You know, I think that's, it's, uh, you're deserving when you make it. You know, it, obviously it's a bonus to finish first, but uh, we're just worried about making the playoffs and going from there, you know, and we have 21, 22 games left and we got to find a way to, to put some wins together and, and find a way to end the dance. I the effort was certainly there. I think puck possession-wise, we were doing a lot of good things. We generated some looks. Um, you know, we hit some posts, and uh, like you said, we didn't finish. But um, you know, I don't know that we 
you know, we get, we're not at the point where we should take too many pauses from that. Those are things that we should do and, and we're capable of doing, and, uh, and now we've got to find a way to win these hockey games. Y'all chance this team at their shot attempt, 65-37, and I know they had a lot of blocks there. Yeah. What, what, what was just lacking around the net tonight? Uh, well, I think more traffic, for one. I think there was, we still passed up on shots, and, uh, and you look at the first goal that they scored, and um, you know, obviously, it's a it's a bouncer. We can say it's bad luck, but you throw more pucks to the net, and you're going to get some more of those opportunities. And the second goal that they scored, they've got the net front that I think that we can do a better job of getting. So, um, you know, again, there's it, it's a game that we could have won, but we didn't win. So, you know, we have to look at it, and we have to make sure that we we find a way to win these close games. You look at how the division race just keeps yeah. tightening up, and you had this bunch of games here against the division you really think well, any separation you know I, I would say that more often than not when you play a game like that you're going to win um, that's what we have to concentrate on you know we just go into every game and uh, keep, keep trying to get better right now so if this isn't good enough then we got to come back we got to be better the next day and and uh, you know I, I would say that it, you know it's going to be a fight right to the end but uh, but like our team and uh, and like the character of our team and so I think we'll be ready for that fight push there at the end but it seemed like when it was a one to nothing game before they scored didn't have a whole lot of opportunities well I mean it's a, it's a good defensive team over there it's one of the best uh, goals you know as far as goals against uh, and limiting shots and I thought that you know overall I thought we did a number of things very well to generate some some opportunities we had five scoring chances in the third period which is probably pretty good um, but uh, but you know again we, we got to find a way to finish and I think there were some opportunities that we could have um, you know just even throwing some pucks to the net just to try to create a little bit more chaos in those situations and and uh, and you never know when you get a bounce or or you know where the puck may end up so uh, I, I think that we could do that a little bit more where do the blues go from here well they find themselves now in seventh place in the western conference they're in a wild card spot seven points behind nashville seven points behind the Winnipeg Jets. Same amount of points as the Dallas Stars, but the Dallas Stars have played one less game. So that puts the Blues into a wild card spot. One point ahead of the Wild for that final wild card spot. This week is going to be big for the Blues. I know we've said that a lot, but the way this team's been playing so inconsistently, win two, lose three, win one, lose two, win two, lose two. You can't do that in this league. They have the Sharks on Tuesday night. That's not going to be an easy game. The Sharks are never an easy game, regardless of what they're doing within the league. The Blues always have issues with them. The Jets, they got to play the Winnipeg Jets again. Yeah, they beat them in Winnipeg, So you, but you know Winnipeg is going to be coming out hard for them on the Blues home ice. Then they play that terrible 11 a.m. game on Sunday the 25th. I, I hate that. I just hate that game. The Blues tend to not play well in that game, and they'll be on the road in Nashville. They're going to have that memory of that game that they just fell apart. Then they play the Minnesota Wild. Then the next night they play Detroit at home. They've got a lot of games that they have to come in and win. In all honesty, I don't think three and two does it for you. You got to win four of these games, but they've got to be able to score. And their last three games, they scored five goals, one against Pittsburgh, three against Nashville and one against the stars. 
You're not going to win a lot of games that way. A lot of people are hoping they'll get somebody in trade. A lot of people want Hoffman from the Senators. But I don't know if they're going to give him up for a decent price. They know teams wanting. They know teams wanting bad. Winnipeg might even want him. I know the Blues have a lot of prospects, but in all honesty, Hoffman, you get him this year, he helps you for the playoffs. And then the next year, he can help you for the playoffs. After that, he's a free agent. He's 28 years old, I believe, and I might be wrong. I think he'd be 29 this year, if I'm not mistaken. Do you give up what I am understanding they want? They want two first-rounders, a top prospect, and an existing player. I have no problem with an existing player, a first-rounder, and maybe not the top Blues prospects, but a prospect. I've got no problem with that. I don't know if the Blues want to do that. I I really don't. I just don't want them giving up on decent prospects. Mike Hoffman's been hot as of late. The ball is in the Senators' court. They can ask whatever they want to. And if they don't get it, they'll just keep him. And I think that might be what's going to happen. They'll just keep him. And that bar has been set for what a guy's worth by Joe Sackick of the Avalanche. Look at that trade he did with the Senators for Duchesne. Killer trade. I give him credit. So that bar's been set until somebody else sets the bar, whether it's for Nash, whether it's for Hoffman. I don't know. And I'll tell you what. If the Predators get Rick Nash, the Blues are going to have to be at the top of their game. They're going to, if they meet Nashville in the playoffs, if they make the playoffs and they end up playing Nashville sometime, they're going to have to be at the top of their game. There can't be any mistakes. I'm not saying Rick Nash is the best player in the world, but he just adds to another very good team. So where do the Blues go from here? I don't know. The trade deadline's coming up in just a couple days. They've got to tell us, hey, we're keeping our prospects. We're building. We're going to give it our best shot this year, but we're not going to give up a lot of our prospects. We're just not going to do it. And I've got no problem with that. If they get a player for a decent price, I've also got no problem with that. But please, don't give up two first-rounders, uh, Jordan Cairo, Thomas, or Costin. Don't give up one of those guys, an existing player, too. I, I, that's just not worth it. It's just not. Even the Edmonton Oilers are asking for a prospect, a number one, and an existing player for Maroon, and he's definitely not worth that. Definitely not. I know he's a St. Louis player, and everybody in St. Louis loves St. Louis-born players. That's great. But for that price, I don't want him. So the Blues are going to have a few interesting days here with the schedule and the trade deadline. Let's hope whatever they do, whether to make a trade or not, they do something that's smart and doesn't put them in a bind for years to come. I want to thank everybody for joining me. This has been the Drop Podcast. Make sure you tune in for us. Send me those emails with your questions. Like I said, I'm going to be coming up with a question and answer part in the next couple podcasts. Make sure you join me for the Blues Sharks recap and anything that's happened in the NHL between then. I'll go over the trades, whether they're with the Blues or not. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. 
Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.